being shaped and molded. That's how we have become who we are. We are constantly being shaped and molded. Many times we don't even know how we have come where we are. We, it just happened. We just let it happen. We are not we are not even aware of how we have become the kind of person we are. We just became this person. Yes, we are born to be a certain kind of person. I have five grandchildren, but they are all so different. They were all born differently. Genetically, we have been shaped in a certain way. As you all know, a lot of diseases are genetic. So when you have certain sickness in that family, there's high chance that there may, have, uh, there may be a person who has the same disease. Our certain personalities we are born with it's a given at birth. IQs, what can we do? We're born with certain IQs. Look at Jacob in the Bible. He was born to be a fighter. He was a fighter. Afterwards, his brother came out with his hand gripping Esau's heel. So he was named Jacob. The name Jacob meaning Grip, take a grip or seize. What is the seize? I forgot. Jacob means seize, and he became later, you seize an opportunity, even out of trick, to supplanter. He was a fighter. He was born to be a fighter. He wanted to come out, of, uh, come out ahead of his brother. That character brought him a lot of troubles. His character led him to trick his brother to get his birthright. He even tricked his father to get his birthright. And ultimately, that, laid it, uh, that led him to have to run away from his home. He was born like that, so it's a genetic. But what shaped us is not just a genetic coding. We are not genetically predetermined saying. Someone said this and it makes sense. Various options are penciled in by our genes and our life experiences determine which get inked. So not necessarily you're generically predetermined, but you were born with certain tendency. That doesn't mean that you'll be that person necessarily. 
We have been shaped by the way we have responded to our situations too. You can see that in Jacob. Jacob's life was never easy. Nothing came to him easily. He was a second brother. Even though they were twins, he came second. So the first one got everything. All the privileges and inheritance and all the money 2,000 years ago. That's what happened. So Esau had everything. Nothing came to Jacob easily. Nothing came on a silver platter. He had to fight to get it. Even his wife, he worked for seven years and he got tricked and he had to work another seven years to get his wife. Even his wife, he had to fight to get. And his uh, riches, nothing came to him easily. Nothing was inherited. He had to earn for it and he had to fight for it. So he got his riches by fighting. And he was a good fighter. Whenever there was a fighting, he always won. He knew how to win uh, the fight. He was a very smart guy, very smart guy. But life was not easy for him. He had to fight for everything throughout his life. This applies to, to us too. You're born to be a certain kind of person you are. That is how we are born. Whether you like it or not, that's what you're born with. I wish that I was a bit like Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise or whatever. But what can I do? I'm born this way. Whether I, like, I can blame my parents as much as I want, but this is how I was born. So some traits we were born with. And also, how you have been shaped is already done. You were shaped in certain ways. You cannot do anything about it. For the last 10 years, 20 years, or even 45, 50 years, you have been shaped in a certain way. You cannot do anything about it. It's a spilled milk. You are already that person. You are shaped. But the good news that I want to share with you today is that you can always change. That's what I believe. You can always change. What you're born with, you cannot do anything about it. How you've been shaped, you cannot do anything about it. But now, you can change. That is Christian message. And I believe that that is what freedom is. That is freedom. Do you believe what St. Paul said? I can do all things through him who strengthens me. If I apply this message to what I'm saying, it is like this. I can change through him who strengthens me. It's not that it is impossible to change. Through God who strengthens you, you can change. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how capable you are. It doesn't matter what your circumstances may be. You can always change. You are free to change. You can always be better and you can always be the person you want to be. 
If you don't like the person you have become, somehow you can always change. That is Christianity too. And that is what I believe about myself. That is what I believe about life. Let us not be stuck in where we are. Don't say to yourself, oh, I'm done. I cannot change. Don't say that. You can always be different person. You can always be better. There's an old gospel song. Change my heart, O oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, O oh God. May I be like you. You are the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me. This is what I pray. If you have been shaped until now, you will be shaped from now on too. But maybe different. If you're, you have been shaped unconsciously so far now, then I want you to be shaped consciously. If circumstances somehow helplessly shaped you until now, I hope that in the future from now on, God may shape you. Everything starts with a change of our heart. It's not really your circumstances that have shaped you, right? It is how you have responded to your situations, right? It's not just circumstances. The same twins or same people in the same uh, family background, same uh, situation can turn out very differently. So it's not just your circumstances that have shaped you, but it is how you respond to your situations that has shaped you. And then how you respond to your situation has a lot to do with your heart. So when you change your heart, then the way you respond to your situations will change and also how you have been shaped will change. God gave us freedom, my friend. You are free. God gave you freedom. Freedom is not to do whatever you want. That is a very weak understanding of freedom. Oh, I can do whatever I want. That's not freedom. Freedom is a power to change. Freedom is the power to overcome our helplessness. Freedom is the power to go beyond where we are. Go beyond. That's our theme. That's what freedom is. It's not whatever you want to do. That's not what freedom is. Yes, genetic force is strong. And our environmental force is very strong. Sometimes we become helpless. Yes, they are very strong. But I believe that our freedom is stronger than that. And I believe that I, our confidence is stronger than that. That's what I believe about myself, about ourselves. Jacob was born to be a fighter. He fought all the time. His circumstances made him a fighter too. At the end, he even fought with God. He wrestled with God. But this time, it was different. In the course of trying to fight God, he changed. 
he realized, I don't have to fight it anymore. His mind changed. I don't have to fight it anymore. So his name changed from Jacob to Israel. Israel meaning God prevails. He realized that God prevails, not I who prevail. It is God who prevails. All his life, he lived with his own power, but at Japak River, he realized that now I can live with God's power. I can live with God's power. We are not helpless with our situations. Don't be a helpless victim. We are not helpless with our situation. We are not helpless with what we are born with. We are free to overcome our situations and be the person we want to be. The power to do that is the freedom. God is the potter and we are the clay. God knows what we need. God knows what we desire. God knows the struggle that we have. And God works with us, molds us, But if you keep going back to your helplessness, then even God cannot do anything about it. If you keep going back to that helplessness, even God cannot do anything about it. But if you come to God and leave your hands in the potter's hands, then God can mold you and shape you in the way that you have never expected before. Believing in, in your own power and believing in the power of God are very different. Our heart condition will be very different. When you believe in your own power, ultimate destiny is devastation, despair. When you lose all your power, only thing that is left is devastation, despair. But when you believe in the power of God, even when you lost everything, still it leads you to hope. Very different. How you live is very different. Do you believe in your own power and do you believe in God's power? Depending on what, your life will turn out very differently and you'll be shaped very differently. When you believe in your own power, too much pressure, too much burden, at the end you'll break. But when you believe in the power of God, you'll be relieved from that pressure. So you don't need to be bound to yourself anymore. You'll be in a much better position to be molded and shaped by positive things. Be shaped by positive things. Being shaped by love is stronger than being shaped by hatred. That's what Goethe said, famous German poet. We are shaped by what we love. 
Be shaped by what you love, not by what you hate. What the disciples learned for three years spending time with Jesus, what they learned is just one thing. That one thing is God's power. First time they experienced, not just knowing God conceptually, they experienced the power of God. Not just through the miracles of Jesus, but through his teaching. They experienced the power of the truth. They experienced the power. And at the end, they experienced the power of resurrection. That shaped them. That made them new. Isaiah saw this power of God too, and we sang it uh, too today. Have you not known, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youth will faint and be weary and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isaiah experienced the power of God. All we need is repentance. My friends, repentance is not just feeling bad, feeling sorrowful, or regretting. That's not what, that's not what repentance is. Repentance is to do something about your life. Something about yourselves, exercising your freedom instead of letting yourselves helplessly conditioned and shaped. Repentance is your decision not to let yourself be shaped and molded by your circumstances, no matter how bad your circumstances may be. Don't be just helplessly shaped. something about it. Repentance is our decision to be shaped and fashioned by the power of God. Repentance is changing from trusting in your own power to trusting in God's power. Repentance is leaving your life in the potter's hands so that he can reshape You are only clay, maybe a broken jar of clay. But when that broken jar is given in the hands of beautiful artist potter, you will come out as a beautiful vessel. Your life is not over. You are not determined predetermined to live exactly the same way as you have lived. You can live a new life. You can start anew. 
doesn't matter what your what age you may be in. You can always strive new, and God will help you, and God will, God will give you strength. Trust in God's power. That is image that Paul had. He said this, but we have this treasure in clay jars, so that. It may be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be made visible in our bodies. What do we trust? What do we trust? Trust in the power of God and you'll be shaped by the power of God. We are shaped by what we believe. Trust in the power of God. You will be shaped by the power of God. And you will turn out to be the person you don't even recognize. By the beautiful hands of God, God will mold you and shape you. Life is beautiful. You are beautiful. When you're in God's hands, your life will become beautiful. Don't just get stuck where you are. Stand up. Move on. Look into 